welcome to another Founded on Christ podcast. This is Colleen. Before I get started, I put out the invitation to you to share your own testimony or send in a topic that you would like to hear more about. Please send in to foundedonchristpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from others in their own personal journeys in coming unto Christ. I wanted to talk to you about covenants, and I want to broaden your minds a little more about how important they are to each individual and their relationship with God. And when I say God, I want you to automatically think of Father, Mother, Christ, and all the Elohim, because they are all one in mind, and we need to remember the covenants made to all of them, if we are to be just like them. Didn't they have to go through the same process as we are going through today in making promises to their parents and grandparents, and so on and so forth? I want to start with a synopsis of what a covenant is. I looked into the gospel library, and this is what it says. A covenant is a sacred agreement between God and a person or group of people. God sets specific conditions, and he promises to bless us as we obey these conditions. When we choose not to keep covenants, we cannot receive the blessings, and in some instances, we suffer a penalty as a consequence of our disobedience. What we need to remember is that a covenant is a promise, an everlasting one. Some people, when they read the scriptures or just hear the word covenant, they think, oh, it's just another rule or commandment that we need to keep to be worthy of any blessings. In part, yes. But lately... I've come to the conclusion that I don't like the word worthy. It's a telestial word that hurts some and glorifies others. In God's eyes, he is the only one who knows our worth, knowing who we are and can see our faithfulness to the covenants we have made with him. So I ask you to change the word worthy to faithful. In a previous podcast, I read a letter written to my great-grandfather from his nephew, Joseph Smith Jr. At the very end of the letter, he asks his uncle to join them in the covenant. He doesn't say any church or organization. He's asking my grandfather to join him and others in a promise they have made with God to receive the blessings of the gospel and to be faithful in God's work in bringing others unto him. In Mosiah 5.5, it reads, And we are willing to enter into a covenant with our God to do His will and to be obedient to His commandments in all things that He shall command us all the remainder of our days that we may not bring upon ourselves a a never-ending torment as has been spoken by the angel, that we may not drink out of the cup of the wrath of God Did you notice how it was said that we may not bring upon ourselves a never-ending torment? He doesn't want us to suffer or put ourselves through the pains of self-doubt, fear, and anxiety. 
Here again, you could use the word worthy or unworthy, and it would cause those feelings that you're not good enough. All we have to do is keep our promises and be faithful. Part of the same promise that Joseph invites for his uncle to receive is a baptism and the receiving of the Holy Ghost. And why? In Moroni 10, 33, he says, And again, If ye by the grace of God are perfect in Christ, and deny not his power, then are ye sanctified in Christ by the grace of God, through the shedding of the blood of Christ, which is in the covenant of the Father unto the remission of your sins, that ye become holy without spot. To be part of this gospel is to come unto Christ, to follow him and become like him. That is one of the most important promises one can make. Every week you have the chance to renew that promise with the Lord through taking of the sacrament. Don't let anything get between you and that covenant. In Exodus 19.5, it says, Now therefore, if you will obey my voice indeed and keep my covenant, then ye shall be a peculiar treasure unto me above all people, for all the earth is mine. What a thought! A peculiar treasure. What does peculiar mean? When looking it up, it states strange, odd, or unusual. What I take out of that is he wants us to be different from the natural man. Perhaps noticed for our spiritual gifts? for miracles that are not seen every day, for our differences. The everlasting covenant is not polygamy. The Lord is not going to refuse you, your faithfulness in Him, and all that is holy in welcoming you into the highest kingdom only if you are married and how many wives or sister wives you have. We are equal to His light and love. It is coming to God with a broken heart and contrite spirit. You'll need to take that to the Lord, yourself, in seeking the truth. Like Mormon says in Moroni 7.41, And what is it that ye shall hope for? Behold, I say unto you, that ye shall have hope through the atonement of Christ and the power of his resurrection, to be raised unto life eternal, and this because of your faith in him, according to the promise. And the last scripture that I want to read is 3 Nephi 9, 20-22. And ye shall offer for a sacrifice unto me a broken heart and a contrite spirit. And whoso cometh unto me with a broken heart and a contrite spirit, him will I baptize baptize with fire and with the Holy Ghost. Even as the Lamanites, because of their faith in me at the time of their conversion, were baptized with fire and the Holy Ghost, and they knew it not. Behold, I have come unto the world to bring redemption unto the world and save the world from sin. Therefore, whoso repenteth and cometh unto me as a little child Him will I receive. 
for of such is the kingdom of God. Behold, for such I have laid down my life, and have taken it up again. Therefore, repent, and come unto me, ye ends of the earth, and be saved. In closing, I want you to think back on your covenants you have made through your lifetime. Some may be well known to all, yet some will be just between you and God. The promises you make are only breakable in one way, and that's from your end. God doesn't break a promise because he knows, he knows you and your heart. Strive in keeping the promises you have made. Show him your broken heart and contrite spirit, the everlasting covenant. I pray every day that I am who he knows me to be. What joy awaits everyone of us when our heavenly family will embrace us for overcoming our worldly trials that we push through to the end and hear the words, well done. Know who you are and rejoice in those covenants you've made with the Almighty. Remember the path along the rod of iron that you're holding on to, mind you, is walking through those commandments, covenants, prayers, and truths with the help of the Word of God. Let's help one another along that path and back home again to our heavenly family. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen.